We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday new on curiosity stream how do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production could napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future and how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet james burke's visionary series connections returns for a new generation Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. What? I'm good. Yeah, no, and then he comes at me about Keon Johnson, and I'm like, what a fish play. He's like, did you know? Keon Johnson was at the top of the boom bust tool. You should check it out at stochastic.com. And I was like, Neil, I swear to God, I swear upon all that is good and righteous. OSGA out. Here we go. I already bet, I bet Giddy everything already. It's good. What's up? Yes. Yeah. What is happening, everybody? And today, a little bit different of a thing that Eric and I are doing. We did do a live Rainmakers MMA show, what, two weeks ago now? And today, we're going to be talking about PGA and going through the Valero Texas Open. We're going to be looking at some of the projections that we have over at Stochastic.com for Rainmakers, which are totally free. I'm throwing that link into the YouTube chat right now. Super useful resource for you guys if you're looking to buy Rainmakers cards or build out your lineups and try to figure out who are the best golfers to target for this week? We've got projections for it totally for free here over at Stochastic. As you guys come in, like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you guys haven't played PGA Rainmakers, there is a totally free starter pack that you guys can get when you go and, and just looking for your cards to get the starter back. I'm actually curious to ask you, Eric, if people haven't claimed their starter pack yet, who is it that you would recommend? Because there are options. You get to choose who it is that you would like as your starting golfer. John Rahm is one. Rory McIlroy is one. You got Scotty Scheffler as a choice. At this point in the season, if somebody was claiming their starter pack, who would you recommend they pick as their, as I guess we'll call their stud golfer? Yeah, I mean, you have a lot of options. Right now, I would say Mr. Justin Thomas is in the worst form out of everybody. You can't go wrong with pretty much anybody besides him. Uh, At the moment, his putter is just completely broken. It has been for about a year and a half. If it was fixed, he would be winning a lot and you would want him, but... It's hard to get away from Romer Scheffler right now. They are 1A, 1B in whatever capacity you want to talk about them. Uh, my God, both of them unbeatable. I would say Rom makes a lot of sense right now because he still is playing in some of the, the weaker field events. I know he's qualified or he's uh, already committed to the Mexico Open. Going to be impossible to make a Rainmakers makers lineup for that week without John Rom. Now, that could end up being Scotty Scheffler down the line, but it seems as though his schedule is a lot tighter than Rom's right now. So I think Rom makes the most sense. You're getting the best bang for your buck. And the other thing, too, is at least the last I looked, Rom was more expensive on the secondary market. I'm going to double check, see if that's still the case. But 
you know, if you're ever playing in a tournament where it's like, I want exposure to Rom, I want exposure to Scotty Shuffler, it just makes more sense to go with Rom as your starter. Because if I'm not mistaken, he is the more expensive of the two. So it would be a little bit more affordable to get exposure to both if you bought, you know, a core Scotty Shuffler on the secondary market. But let me check. Is that still the case? Do you know? Uh, yeah, I believe Scotty Scheffler was more expensive and I think he's going to be coming off of finish, uh, finishing in the, in the semis, he got to the, the final four of match play. So I think, I think you're probably looking at a more expensive, uh, Scotty Scheffler right now. Yeah, you are. You are. Yes. We do have Scotty Scheffler going for about actually 10 more dollars on the secondary mm -hmm. market in terms of the core cards, which are available. So with that in mind, I would say if you want both, I guess you go for Scotty Scheffler right now. And then also if people are starting to claim some of their starters packs now, or maybe looking ahead to the masters only a week away from the masters Ooh. is, is that something in your mind as well? If you're looking at some of the golfers that you're going to maybe roster this week or golfers yep. might look to buy on the secondary market. Are you looking ahead to the masters or not quite yet? Very, very sharp and astute of you, Greg, because I want, again, the best bang for my buck for the next two weeks. I'm primarily just buying players now, I'll intermix a couple of them, like a Trey Molinex, who's, you know, $2 for a core card at the moment. Guys like that, that I think can round out lineups. But I am I have the Masters list. If you just go to masters.com and you go to all players and then professionals, again, you don't really need to worry about any of the amateurs there. You can see a list of everybody that's in the field. There only is one spot that could be up for grabs here at the Valero Texas Open, and it would be a winner. You got to get in the W. You got to get in the winner's circle to try to officially uh, punch your ticket over there. But otherwise, you've got the list of everybody that's going to be teeing it up at Augusta next week. I'm trying to double down on some of those golfers. There aren't a ton of them, but like you have a Sepp Straka. You have uh, other pieces like, you know, I guess there's a lot of guys that just aren't playing this week as well. But uh, of course, uh, Tyrrell Hatton, who's going to be a big talking point for this week on what you're going to do in Rainmakers. Guys like that who you know you're getting back-to-back -back weeks of coverage with them. The contests are so big next week that it would be really kind of silly to want to invest in like an, a rare or an elite card that didn't at least have some utility for next week. Yeah, and I'm looking right now at the Masters pricing and just some of the favorites for next week because we are primarily right here going to be talking and covering the Valero Texas Open, but I do think that based on what you said before, could we double dip, right? Are there any, are there any golfers we could invest in that would potentially finish well this week that would also be involved in the Masters? Right now, the three golfers that are tied for the best odds at DK Sportsbook, it is Scotty Shepard, 7-1, Rory McIlroy, 7-1, and John Rahm, 7-1. And then a pretty big drop-off before you get to Spieth at 18-1, Shoffley, 20-1, Cam Smith at 20-1. But as for this week, I'm looking at our projections, Eric, and I'm, I'm looking at some of the golfers that we have most likely to finish top five probability odds. And we've got three with double-digit percentage odds to be a top five score. We've got Hideki Matsuyama, we've got Corey Connors, and we've got Tyrrell Hatton. So of those three expensive guys, and we'll talk about them in a second for this week as well, but are there any of them that you also give pretty good odds to win next week at the Masters? Do you think that between Hatton, Connors, Matsuyama, any of them have an advantage over the other two just because you think they're more live to win at Augusta next week? Yeah, Hatton's been in phenomenal form and it's not just the final round that we saw out of him at the players championship uh again he has the most expensive card he has the shortest odds he's sitting right around plus 1200 at DraftKings sportsbook right now so i just kind of use that to cross-reference but that fourth of the arnold palmer it's a tournament that he generally plays well at but you're looking at bermuda grass the players bermuda grass augusta bermuda waste management sixth there bermuda it's a special type of a bermuda hybrid 
He's just been playing on this surface so damn well. The 40th at the Genesis, again, <laughs> strokes gain approach is, is the only thing that he really lost on that week. But the way that your club interacts with the turf on certain grasses, it, it just seems like he's just found some kind of form on Bermuda. We see him play well at Hilton Head from time to time as well, teeing it up at, uh, at Harbor Town. I feel pretty good about Tyrrell Hatton being a card that if you wanted to invest this week, yes, you're probably buying at a high point. You could probably get him for a little bit cheaper next week, but it's really hard to get away from. If you're just starting with one player, you would start with Hatton this week. Makes sense. And obviously the odds here agree with you because he's 12 to one to win the Valero Texas open this week. The next best odds are Ricky Fowler. Somebody asked about him in chat, but we don't have to worry about him. There aren't rainmakers no. cards of Ricky Fowler. So don't have to consider him, but this is how big the drop-off is between Hatton and then the next best odds, which are Corey Connors for who's available for us here. Connors is 19 to one, which is why if you look right now at the probabilities that we have over at stochastic.com of everybody in the field, Hatton, 14.5% chance to be one of the top five scorers. And then he also has, it seems like a not big chance because it isn't, but still 3.7% <laughs> chance for him to be the number one overall scoring player. And that's not necessarily just the odds for him to win outright. Obviously winning outright would significantly help his chances to be the top scoring golfer, but 3.7% chance to overall be the top fantasy scorer for the slate. So I think we've pretty, pretty well established here that Hatton, if we could only roster one guy and price was an issue, Hatton's the go-to. Right, it seems to me Correct. that's where we're leaning. But between Connors and Matsuyama, do you have say a, a second option behind Hatton, or are these guys so far behind that you wouldn't even say that they're within the same ballpark? No, I'm going to be buying Connors this week for okay. sure. Um, and I, I think I have a very strong priority for him over Hideki. So everybody knows Hideki Matsuyama, one of Masters, some of the coolest moments that I can remember at the Masters: the bow on the 18th green, him in the airport wearing a green jacket getting on a plane going back to japan just really really cool stuff kind of gives you chills to even talk about but he has a neck injury he's been an inconsistent streaky golfer throughout the last couple of years in general he has that flash kind of uh that, that he could spike upside and i'm not saying that he's a terrible play by any means but Corey connor's we all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday you probably know the feeling sweaty fast breathing quick heart rate that's a cortisol spike it feels awful and its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety rebalance health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root rebalance health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption providing 24-hour relief live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it get 50 percent off your first month with code calm 23 at rebalancehealth.com has three top tens in a row at augusta national let me repeat that three top tens in a row at Augusta National. He is a ball-striking extraordinaire, and he's found some kind of form on those greens, which generally takes a lot longer to figure out. But the Canadian has been consistently, consistently figuring out ways to just be neutral in that part of, of his golf game at Augusta. And that is good enough for me because the ball-striking is off the charts. I have a very strong lean 
going towards Corey Connors as somebody that wants to, uh, if you're trying to double up this week, if you're trying to find the guy that it's like, oh, I want to have that utility along with Hatton and Hatton's maybe a little bit too expensive. It is impossible that Corey Connors wouldn't be my number two card. Yeah. And right now looking at the pricing, there is, you know, Connors and Matsuyama are closer together than what Connors and Hatton are. So if I'm looking at the floor of the core cards right now, Hatton's cheapest core is available for $26, Corey Connors 21 and then Matsuyama right now at $17.99. So if somebody's looking to buy one of these golfers at the floor to help build out one of their lineups, that's the pricing that we're looking at right now. But let's look to the next tier of guys where, at least in our projections, we've got, and these are going to be the golfers that are like the, the 20 to 1 odds if you're looking mm -hmm. at DK Sportsbook. These guys who are grouped together, we've got Siwoo Kim, Davis Riley, Chris Kirk, Matt Kuchar. So we're looking at this next tier, right? We're not looking at the top guys anymore. We're looking at the guys who are live to win, but not in the teens or anything like that. You know, like the 20 to 31 mm -hmm. type golfers. Is there anybody that stands out to you in that price range? Yeah, it's, I mean, it goes a little bit further down the list. I mean, Matt Kuchar, I'm never going to be all that gung-ho about. He does have good enough form where I think you could probably take that shot, but he doesn't have an official invite to the Masters right now. So he would have to win this golf tournament to have that utility back-to-back. -back. Somebody who doesn't is Chris Kirk. So he's probably somebody that I'm looking at getting a little bit more. If you have like these tiebreaker situations where – I don't know what to do between Kirk and, and Kuchar. And I, I think, I mean, Kirk's prices have definitely come up here over the course of the last two weeks when people realize that he was going to be at the Masters and the prize pools, once again, are just out of control next week. So you want to be building that out. But hard for me not to prioritize him over that kind of next tier. I, I think that he's just a card that, yes, again, you're paying for what you get, but you're also getting a Masters card for next week. Yeah, and we've got Chris Kirk right now, just comparing him to some of these other golfers because I'm pulling up some of the pricing on the marketplace as we're talking through this, just so I have it as a reference point to bring it up to you. Chris Kirk, his core card's currently selling for $14 compared to Matt Kuchar. His floor is currently at $778. So you're seeing a pretty big price discount there on Kuchar relative to Kirk. But like you said, makes sense because you're getting Kirk for this week and next week where the prize pools. And how much bigger are the prize pools for, for next week with the Masters as compared to this week? I mean, it is four or five times bigger. Let me not to not to quote, but we can go over to DK Nation mm -hmm. and find the exact number for the pools. But it is it is exponentially bigger. I believe five X bigger than this week. So with that in mind, I, I do agree with what you said. It makes a whole lot of sense that all right. So Chris Kirk are his sportsbook odds that much greater than Matt Kuchar's this week? Not like crazy, crazy difference between the two. But when you consider that you're getting a price on his card that's, you know, a little bit less than 2x the price of Matt Kuchar, but you're getting the ability to play Chris Kirk next week in a contest that's going to have, you know, 3, 4x the prize pool, it, it does make a whole lot of sense to go to Chris Kirk, especially based on what you just said. It seems like you like Chris Kirk better as a golfer anyway. And Eric, who, I mean, him and I haven't talked about PGA very much, but now here's two things I know about, about Eric and PGA. Love Sam Burns, hate Matt's, hates Matt Kuchar. Fair to say? Not internet on my end, is it? Uh, I could see you. Can you not oh. see me? Am I good now? Okay, that's a plus. Um, let me turn this off. Something just glitched over at my place. No big deal. Uh, uh, oh, I am oh, looking. So, could you? Did you hear what I said? By the way, I did. So, just talking about the utility, Chris Kirk. Um, oh, no, that, that wasn't. No, I was making. I was making an assumption about your favorite and least favorite golfers. I was saying that uh, from what I know about you, this is this is what I've pulled golf information 
yes. from you because we, we haven't done a golf show together before. My, my current uh, Eric biases that I got labeled it. Sam Burns is your favorite golfer and Matt Kuchar, one of your least favorite golfers. Th this is where uh, this, is where this is correct. Right. Yeah. So it's not necessarily that it's more of like Matt Kuchar goes around plotting it a little bit differently. If this were 10 years ago, it's a different conversation where you could still move it when golf was played a little bit differently. Um, he's coming off of two missed cuts though. The players in the Honda, uh, the iron play needs to spike. Like we saw at the Genesis 5.5 strokes gained approach. That has to be his bread and butter because he's just never going to be dominant. He can be flat off the tee just due to accuracy, but he's never going to be a bomber. He's never going to flash it there. And the putter is so, so streaky that it's hard for me to ever get on board with Matt Kuchar as somebody who's like an elite type play here. The fact that he doesn't have any utility next week uh, really, really matters to me. And just to kind of reiterate why it's so important with the Masters, as opposed to the other majors too, because again, you get these deluxe prize pools uh, at the Masters, at the US Open, at the Open Championship, and the PGA Championship. But this is a very small field. The Masters is generally less than 100 golfers, and you're still getting a large amount of them making the cut. More than half the field going to be making the cut going to the weekend. So there's more utility for your cards on this massive prize pool type situation at the Masters than there is at any other golf tournament that you will play all season long. So then as a follow-up to that, are there any other golfers that you think are live this week that we could double dip on, play for this week, have a chance to win they are also going to be in the field next week? Yeah, there's a couple. As I said, there's there's a pretty limited amount, and those ones have started to see a little bit of a price surge. Um, but yeah, Sepp Straka was kind of the first guy that really stood out to me uh, as, as a piece that, you know, he's in this field, and he's got a core card that's sitting around $4.60, and he won the Honda, or I mean, he competed at the Honda and ended up winning it last year. He competed there this year. There's a number of times where it's like, uh, I can't tell if he's good or not, but it doesn't really matter when he's guaranteed to be in the field next week. He has surged. He he got through through a top 50 in the in the world uh, golf rankings right now. I find him to be an interesting buy just because the form is starting to flip in a pretty pronounced way. And we're just trying to find any kind of player that has utility for both of the weeks. He's been really, really bad off the tee, but the iron play can always spike. And that's something that when you start talking about these weaker field events, I mean, we saw that fifth at the Honda this year coming off of the win last year. He has two seconds uh, over the course of last uh, last fall, uh, both at the FedEx St. Jude during the FedEx Cup playoffs and then at the Tour Championship, finished seventh, second at the Sanderson Farms, put himself in contention there again. So when the driver can get flat for him, he has an opportunity to really gain with the irons. I think that always makes him kind of a live bet um, in, in terms of like a like a long shot in a weaker field event like this. And then the fact that he's just in already at Augusta next week, he's not going to be a priority for any of your lineups there. You're not going to want to put him alongside four other stud cards. But I mean, if you can find ways to leak a couple of these cards through the cut line next week, which, you know, there's a greater than 50% chance of doing that. If everybody, you know, if you're just counting it uh, 60, get in out of like the 95 teeing it up next week, feel pretty good about Sepp Straka making the cut. Yeah, I was I was going to look up to see if there are any cut odds, but I don't think those are up quite yet for Not next yet. week. But it no. would have been interesting so, to see that. They, we got to get the weather draw. That'll be pretty pronounced for Augusta for cut odds. Yeah, so that'll be something also to keep an eye on, and it'll be incorporated into all the projections we have. But for what it's worth for this week, you mentioned Straka. Fairly cheap. You could buy his core cards. The floor right now is $4.60. The floor for a rare is at $26. 
It doesn't project that poorly for us. We have him with a 5.7% chance to be one of the top five scores, which relative to like the top guys, we talked about Hatton before 14.5% chance. He's the number one rated golfer for us. So, you know, 5.7 for Straka, I think that has him. It's, it's a lot of numbers to count in my head really quick, but it looks like we have him around 20 <laughs> or something like that for our projections. Somewhere around that. You've done, you done good, Gregory. You've done good. This is what this is why this is what I could add. I could count in my head at a <laughs> mediocre pace, not like fast. Yeah. There are some people who are fast, or some people who are slower, but I do okay with it. And by the way, we do have our guy Neil Orfield, who is in the chat. He wants to get know, out of here, Neil Orfield. He wants to. He's a big fan of yours. He wants to know all of the list. Trying to body me on Twitter because he thinks he's special now. He thinks he's hot stuff. Listen, sometimes Neil can't read what's on the tools by himself, and he wants somebody else mm -hmm. to give out the information for him. So mm -hmm. he wanted to know about Garrett Higo. He wants to know mm -hmm. if he has cards, which he does, and they're available yep. for very, very cheap. Higo cards right now you can get for as cheap as $2.70 for a core. Since Neil brought him up there, and it seems that Neil likes Garrett Higo, and I know you love talking to Neil about all things because you guys are getting along so well right yeah. now. Some pleasant exchanges. Is Higo somebody you consider to be live? Just so we make sure that we're addressing the chat here. Yeah, so Higo's somebody that I've been betting a lot uh, during the spring. And it's a little strange because there's just, there are signs that things have changed for him. He's got another year on tour. He won one of his very first events. I believe his first event playing on American soil. Uh, it was pretty wild stuff, the Palmetto. He actually played in the PGA Championship uh earlier there in may in 2021 but he won the palmetto locked up his card for two years and he just had an abysmal 2022 but right out of the gate the driver flipped and when the driver flips for a young player like higo he's got really good hands has always been a good around the green player the putter is really spotty at times but again a weaker field event i can take some shots on my guy higo this week for sure 29th at the honda Missed the cut at the Arnold Palmer's much stronger field. Uh, the players. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions. And yet there he is suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors built with aerospace precision deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase. And no subscription headaches. Hensonshaving.com slash holiday. New on Curiosity Stream. How do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series Connections returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections with monthly annual and bundled plans. Find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Also put himself in contention there, 44th at the players, but he had an abysmal uh, 17. He played a 71st hole of the tournament. He ends up making like a quad, I believe, uh, finishing it out there. So that, that looks a lot worse in the scoreboard than what it was. He played some really good golf at the players. And then the Valspar, whatever, just broken putter, 58th. So I, I feel as though... He's always a good investment on a week-to-week -week basis. I also think he's going to be playing some of those weaker events that we have coming up. I know Sanderson Farms, he's played that very well in the past. He will probably be included in the Open Championship, which is a little bit of a bummer. You've got the Barracuda, which will be played as an alternate event, so they'll have two prize pools going on at the same time. So for 2 bucks on a core card, for you know $15 for a rare card, 
Higo's just kind of a long-term buy for me. Yeah, Higo, just uh, reading some of those prices across the board, you got the Booster Core 265, you got the Booster Rare, that's for 1550, that's currently the floor there. So uh, one of the cheaper golfers that we looked, in terms of cheap, but like also doesn't suck, right? He's somebody that's actually <laughs> a viable golfer, and we've got some fairly cheap prices on him as well. But do you have any long shots that you like for this week, for the Texas Valero Open, is there anybody oh, yeah. that's available for a very cheap price? And we don't have to talk about double dipping and their availability for next week, but just for this week, is there anybody that has a really cheap price on a card? Do you think, oh, this is being uh, this is being undervalued by the market right now? Yeah, so Charlie Hoffman is sub $2 right now, actually $1.50. I'm going to snipe that one. Somebody just posted one for $1.50 right now as we're talking about it. I can't imagine there are many golf tournaments that I'm going to ever want to play Charlie Hoffman, but this is the one like, this is absolutely the one he's finished runner up here. Now two of the last four years back in 2019, back in 2021, as recent as that. And it just comes down to, there's a lot of ways to go around skinning a cat here on this golf course. You get bombers that can get into the mix. You get the JJ spawns and the Corey Con. Well, Corey Connors is much better player than, than JJ spawn, but JJ spawn fits into that Jimmy Walker bucket where they just have to really spike iron play from time to time to be effective. JJ spawn is a really good putter as well. And that kind of, that kind of can be a, a way to look at it. We've had, uh, Jordan Spieth go out and compete here one in 2021 not here this week but lots of those types of players where it's just like plotting it around effectively finding ways to just play golf and Charlie Hoffman won this tournament back in 2016 including those two seconds so in terms of course history there's nobody better here I don't look at course history a lot and if you look at anything Charlie Hoffman's done lately it doesn't look inspiring but I can't imagine that there's a better spot to be investing in Charlie Hoffman on any golf tournament the rest of the year than this one. When you watch sports with your dad, does he just randomly have favorite athletes for no reason? Like, you don't know why yep. that he... Ricky Rubio, like, what are we doing here? Well, at least your dad's a Tim Rolls fan. Yeah, and yeah. Like, so the reason I bring my dad loves Charlie Hoffman. If I'm ever watching a golf tournament, my dad and Charlie Hoffman's like, oh, cool. Like, Charlie Hoffman, like, let's see where he's at. For whatever reason, my dad just gravitates towards Big waste Charlie management Hoffman. guy. Yeah, my dad, so Charlie Hoff, my dad likes, in NBA, it's Tyler Hero for no reason at all. What? He just loves Tyler Hero. So this is how much my dad loves Tyler Hero. Remember last year, I had I had Celtics futures. Yes. I had Celtics at like 60 to 1 to win the championship, 27 to 1 to win the East. And I had a chance to win a decent amount of money on the Celtics. And I'm watching the games with my dad, and the Celtics are playing the Heat in the playoffs. And my dad's rooting for the Heat because he like just because he likes Tyler Hero. He's like, no, like I can't root for your betting tickets because – Tyler Hero is my 12th favorite NBA player. It was very important to him. But for whatever reason, so the golf equivalent of Tyler Hero to my dad is Charlie Hoffman. So I just thought it was funny you brought him up there. He was hilarious. See, look, and how could he not be? Look at the look at the picture that Mike just put up on screen. Oh my God. That's a beautiful I mean, man. It's a thing of beauty, actually. I mean, just Southern California's finest. Yeah. I mean, this picture, he'd have no trouble, I think, getting into the handicap section of any event he walked into <laughs> anywhere. But I mean, no, it's a, it's a good look for him with the hair and. <laughs> Oh, it's, he's, it looks like he's balding, but has too much hair at the same time. It's an interesting look that Charlie Hoffman's going for here. It is. It is a strange one. That is how, for damn how, sure. How old is this picture, by the way, Mike? I mean, Charlie Hoffman's getting up there in age. I bet he's close to 50 at this point. But this is another... 46 years old. Yeah. Also, so. also looks very cool in that picture. Yeah. Clearly a cool guy. I see why my dad likes him a lot. So uh, Charlie Hoffman, one of my dad's favorite golfers. And 
just a few minutes left to go here. And if you, by the way, outright pick for this week, if you just had to pick one to win, would you agree with the odds that Tyrrell Hatton is most likely to win this tournament? Yes. And then when you're building out lineups this week for the tele- for the Texas Valero Championship here, is Tyrrell Hatton going to be in all of your lineups, most of your lineups, son? Like how highly are you going to prioritize getting him into lineups? Yeah, I think because the booster packs, uh, again, it, it, all it is is like how many people have Tyrrell Hatton in lineups? Because I, I can't imagine over 25, 30% of people will have access to a Tyrrell uh, Hatton card yet. Some people will have them and won't utilize them. Some people will, you know, he's sitting in a number of booster packs. And until those kind of get snagged, until we have the Masters next week, I think you're in a good spot to just jam whatever Hatton you have. Like if you have Hatton in lineups, like I'm going to have him in lineups, he's going to be something that I'm investing in. But it's not that hard to build out lineups for pretty cheap. There are ways that you can build skill sets around him. So uh, yeah, Hatton, pretty hard not to have a guy who's 12 to one to win a golf tournament because if he finishes 10th or 15th, I know there's only five players as opposed to the six you're going to have in a traditional DFS lineup. So you're going to still need him to play well by some, by some account, but like that captain spot throws such a, such a wrench in it, where if you want to get away from Tyrrell Hatton, just get away from him in the captain spot and try to find a different winner. And a couple, couple of comments slash questions that we have in YouTube chat. First, Pete Shepard says, Greg, I bet your dad had a childhood friend named Charlie Hoffman. I bet you he didn't, because I don't think my dad had a lot of childhood friends. Now, with that said, my dad's best friend in high school, to my understanding, was this guy whose name was Roger Rumble. And the reason my dad liked him is because they used to walk to school together, and Roger Rumble would eat pages out of his textbook. And my dad thought that was really funny. So uh, I don't think my dad had a friend named Charlie Hoffman. Roger Rumble was my dad's best friend. Also, a more golf-related question from Andrew Jennison. Any news on Hatton's hand injury? Is this something on your mind and something that's concerning for you at all heading into this tournament? Not at all. He committed after, so he went to the range. He was obviously visibly frustrated before his matches, didn't really play well. He's had a week plus. Um, so yeah, he he go, he was done playing golf on Friday. You don't have to, like, he would have withdrawn by now. If he does withdraw, sorry, you still at least have that utility for the Masters next week. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, if he is teeing it up, you just play him. What are his odds to win the Masters next uh, next week? We're sitting in like the 35, 40 to one range, I believe. Uh, Hatton is. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now on DK Sportsbook. Yeah, 35 to one. So yeah. there it is. is he, he's kind of like in the third tier of golfers. You got the guys who I think there's a clear tier one for next week, just based on the betting odds. Mm-hmm. Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, John Rahm. Then you got the next tier of guys who are in like the 20 to one ish range. That includes. Cameron Smith, Tony Finau, Patrick Cantley, Justin Thomas, Justin. But Victor Hovland now. Yeah. And then you get into that next year, which is like the 30-ish to one guys. And that's, uh, yeah, that, then you've got uh, Sung J.M., you've got Terrell Hatton, your guy Sam Burns, Matt Fitzpatrick. That's like the next year. So I consider him like tier three for next week. And yep. we had to build out tiers. But just a couple minutes to go. And since the prize pools are so massive next week for Rainmakers and for the Masters next week, I want to ask you, if you had to, give advice to somebody to buy one longer shot card for next week. Somebody who, if somebody was making lineups well in advance, and you said, here's a sleeper for the masters. Do you think people should consider who'd be that guy? Who, what kind of advice could we give people on that front? There are a couple that I've got my eye on. One would be JT Poston. Um, that's going to be teeing off again, deep long shot, but his traditional grass that he prefers, he's a sea Island, Georgia guy. 
Um, he prefers the Bermuda. Like this is this is kind of his territory. This is where he plays at. And we've seen better form from him than the last year plus than we've seen ever in the history of his existence. So I feel like JT Poston, really cheap, going to be very cheap next week. Somebody that I'm going to be filling out lineups with. And then kind of on the opposite side of, of what he does is a guy like Thomas Peters, who just bombs it. The Belgian bomber. We're starting to see signs for him as well. Um, I don't think he's going to actually have a card, though, because he went over to live uh, right after they announced these. So uh, I take that one back just because I don't think that he's going to have a card available. I thought that he maybe got introduced before because he he was supposed to play in the Genesis, then didn't get in because he was outside of the qualifications through a hissy fit and left to live. So I doubt he actually has a card now that I think about it. Um, but I think also... I'm not sure what to to make of Matt Fitzpatrick. So he's going to be more expensive amongst like elite, elite players. He's had a lot of injuries to start off his season and the form has not been good. We saw him snap hook it left everywhere at the match play. Definitely has some misses that are not characteristic of a player like Matt Fitzpatrick, but I think the price is going to reflect that in the Rainmaker market. And this is just somebody that I think once he gets healthy, once he gets it back on track, you just want to have him. He's hitting it further than he's ever hit it in his career. He's been a very short knocker. But then we saw that driving distance really bolster at the U.S. Open. Goes out and wins the damn thing in Boston. So I'm telling you, Matt Fitzpatrick, he will be by far the cheapest amongst maybe the top 20 players in the world next week. And he's somebody that I think I'm going to invest going into the week. Yeah, Matt Fitzpatrick card just pulled it up on the marketplace. Could get a core for as low as 10 bucks right now for Matt Fitzpatrick. So. Not a bad shout out for you there, and they are available for cheap. If you guys want to get your starter pack, just go over to DraftKings. Head on over to Rainmakers. The starter pack, super easy to go and pick up. You open that pack. You're going to get to pick one star golfer, and Eric and I look through. Your, your best choices are going to be John Rom or Scotty Shepard, but if there's somebody else you guys really like, there's other options as well. Guys like Justin Thomas, guys like Rory McIlroy. So go choose your stud golfer. Collect your free starter pack that you could use to build out some lineups. And that does it for us. 30 minutes has come and gone for everybody who watched. Thank you. For everybody else, like the video. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching this after the fact. Good luck. I hope you guys enjoy all the contests this week. And we're going to be talking about the Masters next week. I'm really looking forward to that one. So I'll catch you guys then. Let's go. Go, go, go. all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions and it's because that occasional shave really hurts it's the time of year for big occasions and yet there he is suffering with that cheap drugstore razor let's help him out henson shavings line of razors built with aerospace precision deliver a smooth shave your dad brother and even son can enjoy eventually with replacement blades just 10 cents each you'll buy it once and they'll use it for life how's that for the perfect gift Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase. And no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Between aging and busy lifestyles, many women struggle with maintaining their physical and mental wellness. At Aquavita Concierge Healthcare Services for Women, we can help you revitalize your health and reclaim your life. We start from within by balancing your hormones, allowing your body to achieve and maintain desired weight goals. We also specialize in peptide therapies, regenerative medicine, sexual health, and aesthetics in our state-of-the-art facilities. Feel better, look better, live better. At Aquavita, visit aquavitality.com and begin your journey today.